Alright, today we're going to talk about Satan's deception. The reason why we're going into this topic is because it is all around the world, and I'm going to bring it from the very beginning to now and explain why it is such a huge deal and why people need to know. Satan will use worldly things and everything to entice us. It started off in the Garden of Eden, where, well, actually started before that, back when Satan and everybody was first created. The angels decided to rebel against God under Satan's command. And when they go over to, you know, fight in the war, God obviously wins. As they fall, you know, we go through multiple different scriptures, and I'm not going to go into, like, the Book of Enoch and Jubilees and, you know, that all those, but I'm going to explain some things. And this is strictly to pertain to our temptations and Satan. Satan will deceive you by expressing... That he would give you freedom, free will, and knowledge. You know, you can reference that in Genesis with Adam and Eve. He will um, deceive you by offering you worldly things, by expressing any of your tempts, wants, or desires. He will continue to play on your emotions and your... Um, psychological states trying to break you down little by little he, he'll attempt to make you sick he'll attempt to take away things from you he'll he will do everything in his power to make you doubt the existence of a god or make you even hate god he will use scripture against us and he will use the scripture against us to make it seem like God is a malevolent being. He will continue to press and push forward and create multiple religions, multiple faiths of different denominations and different organizations that will in turn take more money and more power into the world. These organizations or these religions will create wars. The wars will be fought. The wars will continue to kill multiple people. He will go after God's covenant people. He will not just go after God's covenant people, but he'll go after everybody in the world. He will seem like a guardian or some sort of peacemaker. But in the end, all the peace that he's given you is internal damnation. He'll come down from the world, or come down from the heavens, and then when he starts to walk on this world, he will create places like Babylon and the Akkadian empires. And as these gods rise, as Gilgamesh, Tammuz, Enki, Enlil, Zeus, 
um, Hera, uh, Odin, Freya, um, Asherah, El, um, Ra, Horus, Im, Anubis, you know, when we go down all these paths of all these different gods and all these different beings with very similar storylines that will all play into one, that it will mesh into scripture. And the scripture that will be written will be alluded and paralleled to the religions of, that have come before the scriptures. It will confuse the people that are on this planet and the people that are re relating it to empires that came before the actual texts are going to look at those empires and say that those are the true um, gods and everything else that we know is going to be fake. He is going to divide nations and he's going to divide people in the nations and he's going to divide the nations against the nations and with everything that is being divided is going to create more malice hatred and senseless fights satan will use science to try to destroy scripture to create atheism he will use people um, that are revered for their knowledge, philosophers, scientists, to allude that there is no God, to try to create things that will make God seem irrelevant. He will make us go against God's commands, God's orders that were meant for our protection and for our benefits, things that would please him because he wants to hurt God. He'll make love, any kind of love that people feel about being your own identity and going against each other. saying that your free will is about breaking God's commands. He will use the government against us. The governments will rise and they will fall and they'll continue to do so. But with the governments in control, with vast amounts of military, political, and monetary power, they can control the citizens and the countries with their military power. This will lead to martial laws, this will lead to police states, this will go about to basically make us go through tribulations and persecution periods. It has already been happening from racism, uh, political parties and religion that divide us, the political parties going from liberal to Republican to far leftist to far rights, um, people that identify with MAGA, um, people that will, I, you know, identify with Obama and, you know, people that will put certain political beings above God.
and he'll use political beings that will believe in God. Political beings that might be Catholic or Protestant, and he'll put them into power just to fill his agenda. He will cause technology to pull us away from God in his scripture and his word. More times than ever, we spend more time on our computers, on our tablets, on our phones, on our social media, on our televisions, watching movies, playing video games. You know, he'll have us do anything to pull us away from his word, to distract us. He will use the most wealthy people in the world, the global elites, to deceive the world. Both with the global elites, the lobbyists, and the political agendas that are in place, he'll try to create a one-world religion. He'll try to create something that people would... that people have already witnessed in Genesis and... Now, people that are whistleblowers and conspiracy theorists and people that will look up in the sky and see all these things that, were, that are pretty much quoted in the Bible, that he will use these against us and make that to be what our gods are. He'll make ignorance and intolerance a more common thing, and he'll try to make it so it seems that the intolerant and the the intolerant people are the ones of faith. He'll try to make people abandon their faith. He'll try to make people resent their faith. He'll weigh us down with depressions. It says in 1 Timothy 4 verse 1 that the Spirit expressly says that in the later times some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. We see that today with a lot of people going into Gnosticism. We see that today with certain parts of certain Catholics. We see that today with certain Protestants. We see that today with people that identify with doctrines. Matthew 24, 24 says, For false Christs and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders, as to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. Second Timothy states that, In the last days there will come times of difficulty. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, 
not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power, avoid such people. We see multiple people now in the media. We see actors, actresses, political um, people, presidents, congressmen, prime ministers, pastors, popes. We see all these people that are put on television and they are pushing everything. And as they continue to do this, people with a blind eye and an empty mind will continue to con to promote these people and defend these people, even though they are taking your money, they're taking your attention, and they're pulling you away from God's word by putting you into a doctrine, which is a little box of what the scripture explains. Satan has done these things from the very beginning of time to today, and he's continuing to do it. And I am convinced, whether you believe me or not, and you call me crazy, that these new congressional meetings of, you know, that the exposure of aliens or extraterrestrials that the uh, Congress uh, hearing has stated people that are putting all these things on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. All these people that are putting all these things on here are just alluding to the fact that the days of Noah are drawing near. The signs are coming. We don't know when Jesus will return, but we know the signs of the coming days. Everybody that's listening to this, you're either going to think I'm crazy or I'm not. You're going to think that I might be far out there or I might be grasping at straws or people might want to believe that there's aliens and stuff like that there's people that I know that will say the earth is flat and if you don't believe in a flat earth that's an issue of salvation there's people that are gonna say that There's people that are going to deny the Trinity, Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, even though it's written in the Gospel. The word Trinity isn't, but Father, Son, Holy Spirit is. You're going to have people that are going to proclaim oneness. You're going to have people that are not going to proclaim that. You're going to have people that are always going to be at each other's throats over doctrines. But the only thing that we know for certain is the salvation that God gave us through his son, Yeshua, or Jesus Christ. And as we grow as people, 
as Christians, as the way Christians are supposed to be. I notice that we are growing more in hatred of our brethren. And it was something that has been written in scripture that he, Jesus stated he's going to turn brother against uh, brother, you know, father against son, daughter against mother. And as we see all these things happening today, we see how bad the world is coming. We see it in the people. We see it in the signs. We see it in the current events. We see people defending other people. We see people spending more time trying to litigate their beliefs of political philosophy and adhering to their own liberties and things that go against God's commandments. But they proclaim to be Christian. I want everybody to search in themselves and realize that everything that you are doing in your past, everything that you have seen and everything that you have followed, everything that you have done from the time that you were a kid to today, is there anything in there that you want to repent for? And if there is, repent to Christ. Repent to Christ and be forgiven. Turn away from the sins of your past and be a new person. It is the most important thing that you do not fall into Satan's deception. But now we have people that proclaim to be Satanists and saying that they don't even believe in Satan, even though their religion is called Satanist. Then you have um, Luciferians, which are the ones that actually follow Satan. You have the people that are starting to come back around as Gnosticism. And Gnostics that proclaim the God of the Bible is considered the Demiurge. That will essentially... Is essentially Satan. As we know... The God of this world is Satan right now. Because we are not doing anything. The God of our faith, the one that pulled Abraham from the false gods. Any tribute, any respect, and any love. So I ask you this. For the people, atheists, agnostics, people that just want to make fun of Christians, Muslims, Jews, all the, all the people of faith that are in the Abrahamic faith that, you know, saying all that. But why are the Christians being the most attacked out of all of them? And for the people that like to mock Christians and to like to mock Jesus and all this other stuff, I want to ask you, 
how come more atheists, scientists, and archaeologists and stuff like that have found more evidence saying that Jesus or Yeshua was an actual person. Whether or not you believe in the miracles is up to you. Was an actual person. And let me put it even further than that. How many of you would sacrifice yourself or your or your son or daughter to try to save the sins of this world? Now some of you might not believe in sins. Some of you might think that you have the freedom to do whatever you want and that's fine, you know, if that's the way you want to go. But if you're alluding to Satan's spirit and Satan's own deception, you've never been free. You've been a slave to the sins that you're given. And then you're going to probably try to turn things around on Christians and say that we're the slaves of the morals and values that we have instilled in a book but we don't see it as a book. We see it as the word of God. We see that God gave us his word for something for us to follow. That God, throughout the times, has had to fight numerous amount of sins. And as people want to call it a malevolent God and an evil God that wanted to kill tons and tons of people. What we do know for certain is that if he was such an evil God, why would he send the Messiah, his only son, to take on the sins of the world so that you, everyone that's listening, has a chance to have eternal life?